0: Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. to my right, the board man, to my left, DG, and Uncle Buck. Big episode for Uncle Buck today, DG. And why is that? Remember, what was it, Corey, eight episodes ago? Eight episodes. Uncle Buck moved to the local town of Frankfurt and said that he's going to be on eight episodes in a row. Today is the day. Uncle Bucky made it. It feels great. Eight episodes. I just want to know what
1: kind of shenanigans we can fucking get into tonight.
0: I got a full-time contract for you. We talked about the other day you said I'd have to write one up and you would give me your John Hancock. I'm going to read it off to you right now. (laughs) Jesus. Full-time contract. You can negotiate if you want.
2: And he legit, I'm, I'm looking at his screen here. He legit
0: has a... Has it typed up? (laughs) I'm going to say it's a one-year deal, $500 an episode. Okay? Now listen, (laughs) the only reason I gave you a one-year deal is because I'm not sure how long you're going to be in town. Okay? You can go ahead and say it's going to be based off performance. You don't think I can perform at that level for more than a year? No, you can. I just don't want to get you into a contract that you can't fulfill if you move away. So I'm going to start it off with a one-year deal. Worth $500 an episode. You must be on three episodes a month. Usually we do four, but I know you're a busy guy. You have to be here three out of the four every month for the next year. Must be on every single R-rated podcast we ever have. (laughs) I mean, you got to be on it. If If we have one planned, your ass better be here, and your ass better be parked over there on your microphone. Must be on time don't ever be late like DG and Troy are. Okay? Yeah. From May to October, you must give sip and serve lawn care updates once per episode. That's fine. Free beer, free liquor, free dip. Every episode. <laughs> whatever whatever is in that fridge, is you're more than welcome to it. All of our liquor on the table, you're more than welcome to it. And if you ever want a grizzly wintergreen pouch, you're more than welcome to it. Never bring notes. You never do. Never does. So don't change. Don't ever bring any notes into the studio when you walk in. Okay. Last one. This is probably the biggest one. Don't ever be a pussy. When you're on this show, everybody loves you. Don't change. Don't be a pussy. All right, then. Any questions? I think uh, I would be a fool. Matthew
1: Stafford would probably take that contract
2: in a heartbeat. I'm gonna kind of step in and, and help you out here. I think you should negotiate for incentives. I mean, it's free alcohol and dip, as long as, as long as I'm I in think the you pot. should negotiate for incentives. You know, if if episodes that Uncle Buck is on, if we get ten or twenty more listeners than we normally get, I think you should be. I, I think you should be compensated for that. Yeah, well, I'll just download Spotify on twenty different devices and listen to it do what you got to do, but I mean,
0: what's <laughs> I what's think,
2: the compensation? DG,
0: I think you're underselling us because I think 10 to 20 is too easy. Okay. I but, think it's got to be 75 to 100. Okay, but. $50 more per episode if he gets that.
2: Yeah, I, I would take that, yeah. Let's just, that sounds good. As your manager, that sounds good to
0: me. Uh, you're my manager? Yeah. Okay. But you're already the co-host, so the co-host is the other co host manager. How the fuck want, does that I just, work? I
2: my buddy. I didn't want him to get screwed on this contract. I, I, like, it's, I
0: think it's a pretty good deal. Uh, I, I mean, I couldn't ask for any more. What about the 500 bucks an
2: episode? What's that all about?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's cheap, dude. You, don't tell him what you get paid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. Shit. You're right. I'll be modest. <laughs> so, Buck, if I send you an email right now with this road out, will you give me your electronic signature on that deal? Uh, It's UncleBuck at HarryPalms at gmail.com. Sold. There you have it, folks. Uncle Buck is now a full-time employee of the Sip and Serve podcast. He's got a one-year deal, $500 an episode, and you heard the rest. Welcome to the show. Welcome Mm -hmm. to the show. Welcome to the big show, Uncle Buck. Now, you had a big weekend last weekend, Buck, and I want to hear all about it. Fill us in. Fill us in what you did last Friday and Saturday. What do you want to know about? Just tell them what you did. Well, if you want to
1: hear about two grown, well, actually four grown-ass men hunt down a fictional character, then I can go ahead and tell you as much as you want. All right? I'm talking about the Sasquatch, the The Bigfoot, the Ohio Grassman, the Yeti. Four grown-ass adults. Tar Hollow Campground hunting this motherfucker
0: down. Now, when you say hunting Bigfoot, hunting the Squatch, what exactly does that mean? What's that entail?
1: That's going out in the daylight, scouting. Where you want to go? Where you want to set up the trail cams? What tree you gonna beat on? How many haulers are you gonna give? How many howls? And then about two thirty, three thirty in the morning rolls around. We got the night vision, the parabolic headphones, the drones, the flur you name it. We had it. I mean,
2: so who who all went first of all?
1: Well, it was my dad. Okay, and he full fledged believes. This big hairy bastard lives.
2: Is does he? Is there only one, or are there multiples? Oh, he's it's multiple. He said that they take
1: this trail from the south or the north to the south during
2: this time, the Appalachian Trail for warmer weather. So they're in the migration right now. They're migrating, and that's why you went where you went.
1: Yes, because it's supposed
2: to be heavily trailed. Okay, so you thought probably see one or two passing through. I was at least thinking a billy goat or a squirrel.
1: Now, this is the crazy thing. We were in this state park. At least, I mean, you hear the birds, right? You would at least think you would see a bird. We didn't see a bird. We didn't see a squirrel. We didn't see a deer. No wildlife. A raccoon. We left food out on the fucking picnic table the first night, and it was still there. All in one piece. Not a single form of wildlife in the state park. Now, is that weird, eh? Now, what 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 do you attribute that to? I mean, something's out there being the predator. I think the Yetis. Yeti? Maybe. Maybe there's a pack of co- but we didn't hear coyotes.
0: Did you get close to any evidence of Yetis being in the area? Uh, we did find a print. Now, explain we, we, to we listeners. Pla- the-
1: we well, let's just go along with this, all right? The first day, Hollywood yeah. Went with us. He's been and on my, the Halloween podcast. And my brother brother in law, who is the biggest pussy in the entire world, I don't even know how we got him out at night because he needs his blankie with him. But his binky. Yeah. His <laughs> binky. But we can't, we, we stumbled upon a, a footprint. And the first day we were all in, you know, just hyping Doug up. Yeah, he exists. Oh, we, we think we heard that. We think we heard that so he was believing everything we were saying yeah i heard
2: i bet it. he was loving it
1: oh so we found this footprint and the man brought plaster paris with him you know what that is dg
2: i know what plaster paris is yeah you kind of you like you pour it into things and you make molds of things yeah.
0: yeah well he made a mold of this print and i got it at the house what's that shit you can buy at lions didn't it like mold a willy <laughs> where you mold your own pp there i keep going <laughs> clone a willy that's what it's called clone a willy it's like,
1: it's like this tube, whatever. So, like, if you won't go on vacation, then your significant other still technically has your wee-wee there. Right. Okay. Now, about this, about this footprint. So, we let that dry, come back the next day, and we pull it. I mean, it looked like a legit footprint that was easily a size 13 or 14. It just had no, what are these, phalanges, toes? Didn't have toes? Didn't have toes. What's the average height and weight of a Yeti? Uh, I mean, it's 9 nine feet tall probably 700 pounds oh wow so the funny thing is is the first night before we go out to scout the tar hollow state forest right dad kicks his camper door open and you know magnum pi how he's got those back holsters yeah kicks that fucking camper door open guess who pops out double holstered with glocks
2: so you're bigfoot
1: doug
0: your dad's packing heat in the woods. He had two Glocks and a loaded shotgun underneath the golf cart seat. So was was he ready to take down a Yeti if he's seen it? Or he, did he just want to get visuals on one?
2: He said he was ready to blow his fucking kneecaps out.
0: Oh, hold it hostage, man, maybe. maybe.
2: I don't know. So he's, he's hoping to snatch one to sell to science or what? He Just I mean, mount on the wall? I don't or? think he cares about the money. He just wants to see him. He, he just wants to be the one to prove... Bigfoot exists. He
1: wants to prove to himself that he is right and that it exists. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I get so, it. Tell me about the gear again. You said you had drones, you had cameras, you had night vision goggles. Fleur. It's like a uh,
1: heat sensor type sh- shit. Like if it's 70 degrees outside, the typical human body's like runs between 84 to 90. Okay. So you can clearly see it. It was an app on his phone
0: that he had bought. Okay. And a piece came with it. Okay. The night vision goggles, like, were they legit? They were legit. And what would you say about the headphones? It was, you could
1: point it out there, you press the button, and you could hear a squirrel fart if it did. It was that good. So
0: you guys were doing this, like, for real. We were. This walking. wasn't a joke.
1: To him, no. To the three of us the first night, yes. Absolutely. This is going to be a blast because we can dick with him the entire night. Second night rolls around. Completely different ball game. And how come things changed? Because we heard shit that we never want to hear again. Like we probably each had seven or eight times, different times that the hair on the back of your neck stood up. And it wasn't us screwing with each other. It was to the point you had four grown ass men in the middle of Tar Hollow hearing screams, growls, tree knocks, shit that you don't think could ever exist. Yeah, so there was fairy tale and made up. So describe these noises, tree knock. I mean, is that just. No, it's like you could imagine a tree falling in the forest and hitting another tree. Or like it's taking the tops of a tree limb and breaking 25 to 30 feet away.
0: So you think you were, you were hot on the trail of a Yeti when you heard this? No,
1: I don't think so. But I'm just saying. Did Doug think so? Oh, he he said, "Boys, it's time to get
0: back to that golf cart." So he got scared.
1: He l- legit, this grown ass man, legitimately. I mean, we were we got like I said, the hair on the back of our neck stood up. Uh, I
0: know, but he said that he was ready to shoot the kneecaps out, and then he folded. Yeah, he did. So explain to me the cause.
1: It's just uh, he he would just scream. Kind of, you know, I don't. Even, it's hard to explain. You could just tell his his blood vessels and his eyes were about to pop. He was screaming
0: so hard. Was it like a high pitch thing or more of a yell? It was more of a yell. And you took big. You told me that he made like a big stick and was hitting the shit out of the trees, right? He, he took a rake
1: stick and cut it and taped it up, so it kind of looked like a like a Marvel character's weapon. And he used this thing to beat on trees. Oh fuck! And Hollywood was the best tree beater. Really? He could make some wood knocks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So overall, the experience, rated out of 10. Would you do it again?
1: I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was a blast. We had steaks the first night. We ate like kings the entire weekend. No women were involved. No bitching. No dishes were done. Just
0: fun time. Good deal, man. Well, I'm glad you explained it. How about next time we take the podcast out there and make some content out of it? I don't think we could handle it, man. It's creepy. I'm just scared of rattlesnakes. Well,
1: they... I mean, we didn't happen to stumble upon any, but they said rattlesn- the northern rattlesnake and the copperheads, extremely
0: thick during that time of year. Mm. While you were hunting Bigfoot in the Tar, Hello, Tar Hollow State Park, us three were at Lake Norris, Tennessee, celebrating uh, Buddy's bachelor party. And I got one. I got two stories here, and we'll move on. It was I think I can't remember what night it was. I think it was Saturday. I think it was the last night. I really do. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, DG, but one of our buddies may or may not have a little too much to drink and he walked up to the house. Now you gotta think, this house is on top of a hill and it's a steep, it's a steep grade down to the water. So he's you know, he's he's pretty drunk, he's making his way up. Finally, ten minutes goes, he makes it up. And about a half hour later, me and DG were like, yeah, let's go. Let's go up. We were sat by a fire for a while. We, we went up. And this individual that went up earlier was on his phone. And we walk in on a conversation that we weren't expecting. And he's just sitting in the kitchen. He ain't got no shirt on, no shoes, no nothing. He's sitting there in the swim trunks, probably soaking wet, eating his bag of chips on the phone. And I sit down. I'm just like, oh, he's, just, he's talking to his girl. And then I hear something. He said, three hundred dollars? He goes, what? You gotta be kidding me. He goes, You got a butt plug in? <laughs> and I started I looked at DG and I said, What did he just say? <laughs> I said, You got he said, You got a butt plug in? <laughs> so he was having his I guess his wife after the conversation, he said that Lion's Den, she went to a lion's den and spent three hundred dollars. So he asked, you got butt plug in?
2: <laughs> wow. He like, thought she, while he's while he's
0: eating his chips, just like, num, numb, num, and <laughs> then, then just said it. You got butt plug in. I'm just like, I look at him, and then the conversation just keeps going on and on.
1: So at any point during the conversation, after you heard butt plug, did you think somebody was like I getting thought,
0: strippers? I thought he was having phone sex. What, and I and I was just like, like what? paid what, for what? phone sex? No, it was his wife. And I'm just like... What the hell did me and DJ are looking at each other? We're, we're damn near crying over here. And that was the running joke for the rest of the night. You got butt plugging? You got plugging? And he was so drunk, he you, he couldn't talk. And we, But that's what he said. You got butt plugging? <laughs> just, just real fast, that tempo, too. It was I died hilarious. Dude, it, I died it was laughing. one of the funniest things ever. I'll never forget that. Number two Have you guys ever done something and then felt guilty afterwards? Can you think of anything right off the top of your head, maybe here lately? Probably a decent ball tag. A ball tag? Yeah. You hit someone and then regretted it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that's a good one. DG, anything?
2: <sighs> nothing's coming to mind off the top of my head. Haven't ran any I'm sure, red lights lately? I'm sure, lately. It, has. I'm sure any it traffic
0: has. violations that you may have slipped by without getting a ticket? I
2: mean, I run a couple yellows pretty much every day. Well, that's legal. Yeah.
0: So n- nothing's coming to mind right away. Okay. Well, while I was on this trip, You've seen me do it. Actually, no. I think I told you afterwards. I ate a microwaved pizza roll.
2: Yeah, I remember that. I was
0: pretty messed up one night, and I didn't want to wait for the oven to warm up, so I threw some pizza rolls on a plastic plate and put them in the microwave. This
1: is your first one.
0: No, 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 no. It's the first one in a long time, but... DG kind of looked at me, Corey kind of looked at me, and I'm like, I know, I know I talk about it, people are psychos if they use the microwave with pizza rolls, but at this point I was too messed up to wait. I just had to get some substance in my stomach.
1: So you're a hypocrite.
0: Yeah, yeah. And here's the funny thing is, some of the pizza rolls were already cooked in the oven, but they were all gone. Then there was a bag of pizza rolls that had like 20 pizza rolls Don't ask me why they were outside the bag, but they were outside the bag on top of the bag laying on the counter. So I thought that they had already been cooked and they were ready to eat. So I picked one up and I ate
3: it. And
0: then Frankie Shuffer looked at me. He goes, hey, you dumb fuck. He goes, there's a (laughs) raw."
3: So they're not fully cooked already. No, you can blame that on Troy. He was cooking them, put them on the pan and he put too many on and like you couldn't get them in without them all like piling on top and falling off so he took the pan out took the 20 and just sat them off to the side and put the rest of them in the oven and he never messed so they with weren't the frozen ones. so that i thought
0: well hell these are already cooked so i just tossed one in and frankie shufford goes dude that is freaking raw Those are, they
2: were just thawed yeah, yeah they were just, they were thawed, just thawed,
0: out. thawed out i thought they were just cold it didn't taste that bad honestly
2: i mean that makes sense because you you say you love cold pizza like leftover cold pizza the next morning right i mean that's so i'm saying
0: here should like the little pepperonis in the middle wasn't frozen at no all? they were all thawed out and i ate it and it wasn't really that bad so it is possible to have a good pizza roll uncooked <laughs> well hey that makes your life easier <laughs> might sound a
2: little crazy but <laughs> next I'm time with it next time you come home after a big bar night and you don't feel like staying up and waiting for them to you know get done baking just take the frozen bag and set them on the counter and go to sleep. <laughs> Great. Next morning they'll be man, ready. Man. They'll be waiting
0: for you. They'll be ready. Next. You, got, you got any other food that you like that's not cooked? Oh man! Well, as a kid, I always munched on frozen French fries. <laughs> what? What <laughs> the fuck? Not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Monk did too. What, were you, you ate teasing? them frozen? Well, I mean, like he'd be throwing them in the deep fryer, and then we would eat a few frozen ones while we were doing it. Me and Monk. Actually, pretty good. If you've never tried a frozen French fry, give her a try. No,
2: thank you. would oh, have never in a million years uh, would I guess the frozen French fry. That's messed up. Pretty.
0: Well, what's what's wrong with it? It's just a cold potato.
2: I mean, it, to me, it would just taste like a like ice. Yeah, I can't imagine it having much flavor.
0: You could taste potato. Could you? <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> D G Corey, how much money do you think we spent that Saturday at the Tiki Bar while Ohio State was playing organ? <laughs> as a group? As a group? As a group.
2: Oh man, that's hard to Can I take a guess? I I tell you yeah. right now I'm, I got a ballpark. I know at least one person
0: in our party whose bill was
2: about two seventy five.
0: Was he showing his record? I know about three other ones that had about that same amount, if not more. Yeah. So how many total? I mean there Twenty one.
1: Twenty one of us. I'm saying at least fifteen hundred bucks.
0: I said I got rode down here. I said I think it was every bit of two K plus. Yeah. Are guess, you serious? Big Red, was, Big Red was over four hundred. No guess, way. My guess yes, was, was. twenty
3: five, and then we still got kicked out. Did you leave a tip? <laughs> huh? Did you leave
0: a tip? My bill, personally, was like seventy five bucks, but there was—I know at least four people whose bills were over two seventy five. I mean, you got to
2: think—you know—it's a—it's a guy's bachelor party, so we got a lot of shots being bought, a lot of drinks, a lot of get, hey round on me. A lot of that going on so you said you got kicked out yeah this bachelorette party came in and they started
1: getting
0: loud and then can i ask you a question what did troy see some boobies couldn't tell you no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean usually when you're thinking of bachelor parties you're thinking of boobies but there were there weren't there weren't i don't not i believe it was just a it was just a laid-back weekend it a really nice was weekend on the lake really. it really was oh, you're looking like he just got done even catch shit so the question i wanted to ask about this trip to the tiki bar other than how much money you think we spent because i think it was at least 2k plus we had some pitchers out there and we also had some buckets so i want to get your guys's opinion would you rather drink beer out of a pitcher draft beer or would you rather drink bottles out of a bucket pitcher
3: versus bucket go bucket i'm saying bucket corey i think it depends on the situation if if I bought a bucket there because I planned on passing stuff out but if it's just like me and a buddy I'd rather have a I'd rather have a pitcher and just two glasses I feel like
1: it depends on how quick you want to get screwed up like a pitcher I don't feel like is going to the temperature is going to last as long to drink so you drink faster a bucket is just like a casual hey you want a beer sure have one
0: so I was thinking a pitcher kind of like what Buck said if you're going to drink quick I think the draft's the way to go but I also think if you're going to be sitting outside, mm-hmm. you can't be having a pitcher because it's just going to get warm. So I said, if you got a pitcher, you need to have at least three three heads on it. That way you can split, everybody buys a pitcher. After the one's done, you get three pitchers, you're doing pretty good there and your beer's still cold. Right. Bottles, they stay cold longer because they got ice on them. And if your ice melts, you can ask for more ice. They'll fill that bucket right back up. Just ask for more ice. Also, if you're at a bar and maybe it's time to go and you still got a few bottles in your bucket, things are pretty easy to sneak out. True. You're not going to sneak out a pitcher full of beer. I'm going to say bucket. Yeah. Any other arguments there?
2: No, I'm with you. Um, how say you, say you got into a place, let's say it's a Saturday night, just for argument's sake, you sit down, they say, Hey, uh, you know, I, can I take your drink order? Let's say you're in a group of five. Bucket or pitcher, which do you think will get to your, get to your table quicker?
0: Ooh. Bucket or pitcher, you're saying quickness to the table.
2: I'm asking what,
0: if you order one or the other, will one get to the table quicker than the other? I would think bucket because they're just pulling them straight out of the cooler and putting them in and taking the scoop of ice, throw it in, you can walk it right over, other than you're going to have to get five glasses out of the freezer, you know, pour it. Then you're going to have to wait on your waitress to go put them on a tray and bring it over. I think the bucket's quicker, in my opinion. I I, no, I follow your logic there. I agree with you. What do you think, Buck? Is that kind of weird you out there, like
1: glasses, like cleanliness? Dude, I feel like. You're talking about restaurants in yeah, general? Like all the mouths that have been on those bar glasses. And think about silverware, too. Used. And then, I mean, I realize you're just sitting there trying to get drunk, but it just kind of creeps me out a little bit. And, and you look like a, a weird dude if you're sucking. Coors like
0: through a straw I agree I also think like if you sit at the bar at a restaurant and you watch these people clean the glasses dude they're washing it with water there's basically no soap involved at all
2: it's all about efficiency just whatever's <laughs> quickest I'm I mean, gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you
1: I used to work for like the wedding plannings and shit and I used to be a caterer yeah and the first couple nights that I did that they put me in bitch duty cleaning the dishes
2: None of them got clean.
1: No, I did it the right way, but it the right way is not correct. Like, they do not, I'm not going to say where this place was, but the dishes are fucking dirty, <laughs> and that's after they've been run through the, dude, I was running dishes through the dishwasher, like, four or five times at a, like, different times, the same group of dishes, because to my standards, they weren't clean enough, but to their standards, they were perfect.
0: I think that's everywhere, honestly. That's disgusting. Yeah. Restaurants got to make a quick turnaround, though, man.
2: That's true. I mean, restaurants just recycle the same dishes all night long. All night. That's what, you know, I didn't realize that till just recently. You know, they don't have infinite dishes back there. So one comes in, they're scraping the food off of it. They're getting the food. They're They're just making it so you can't see any extra food on there, any old food. Once that's done... Let's put some more food on there and go.
0: Shout out to the bus boys and the dish guys back there or gals back there in the back. Shout out. They never get enough appreciation. They don't. We need to have we need to get a bus boy on here. Hell yes.
2: I bet they'd have some stories to tell.
0: Hey, a developing story this week, boys. I was at work, and I swear this is true. You can look it up, it's on the internet. I was at work this week. And my place went on lockdown. Lockdown. First time ever I've ever been on lockdown. I hadn't heard about this. Yeah. On lockdown, no one could leave the building. All doors locked. Dude, it, it, we had a guy on our property at work inside the gate that had a weapon walking around our building.
2: So how did they? How did the higher ups know that? Did they? Did
0: I mean they were sitting watching the security cameras? We've got we've got cameras around the building, and also I believe um, our secretary up front, who watches the door and visitors come in and stuff, signs them in. I believe she's seen him walk through the gate. With a weapon in hand. In hand? In hand. Ooh. Can That's you specify serious? the 22 caliber weapon. rifle. Okay. In hand. Walking around the perimeter of our building. Inside our gate. In the parking lot. Cops came. I shit you not. About four or five regular cars pulled up. Guys jumped out. Bulletproof vest on. Plain clothes. Jeans. Pistols on their hips. AR-15s hanging out their doors got this guy behind our building inside our gate they had to cut the lock and busted through the back of our gate and got this guy on the ground son of a bitch threw his weapon like he heard the cops coming or seen them pull up he threw the gun over top of our fence which is probably like i don't know nine foot fence with barbed wire he threw it over into the bushes before they got there and then they found it so It was probably a 20-minute saga that we didn't know what was going on. They said everybody's on lockdown, and you know where the mouth gets around, there's a guy on the property with a gun. Wild situation. I've never been through it. I was kind of nervous a little bit, but then kind of not. I'm like, I think I'll be all right. I mean, everybody's all right in here, but it was kind of sketchy for a minute. So did uh, business? was
2: it just business as usual during the lockdown? Only uh, difference is you can't go outside? Or oh, what? yeah.
0: My machine didn't stop running, bub care about my job that much. I just kept on I trucking. just kept on trucking. Kept on spitting out merchandise. Any more questions about this?
2: Yeah, um so how to get in?
0: What I was the gates are open during office hours because we got semis bringing stuff in. We've got visitors, you know, like food deliveries. Right. The gates are open during business hours. Then once everybody leaves, they lock it up to the parking lot, but they were open this guy just walked right in. And our building's like kind of on the bad end of town anyway but we've never had a problem with this. I mean, there's been a few people before we put our fence up, they would like walk through our parking lot and then, and there's like a big grass field beside our, they would walk through the grass field across our parking lot. And we'd always go out there and say, Hey, you're trespassing, whatever. Well, about two years ago, we put this big ass fence up around the whole property to stop that. Well, anybody can just walk in. The gates are open. So this guy walked in with a rifle and he walked into the wrong spot.
1: Now, was this a disgruntled
2: ex employee? That's exactly what I was going to ask.
0: No, nope. We had no clue who this this local fellow was. He's a local. I'm not sure if he was hopped up on some extracurriculars or anything. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything like that. But like I said, you can look this story up on the internet. It's out there right now. We were we were on lockdown for about 25 minutes, and there was probably I don't know 10 to 15 cops at our building when this guy was detained. I'm
2: gonna have to plain
0: clothes with AR-15s. Yeah, no, they're swapped. The, the story I got, these guys busted through, and before they cut that lock, this guy, the two guys in the backseat were hanging out the windows with their ARs on this guy telling him to get on the ground before they even got through the gate. They pulled up there out the window with ARs on this guy. Pretty crazy. That is. It's a hell of a response, though. Shout out to the police department. They did a hell of a job. Nobody got hurt. No shots fired. This guy was detained. He's, in, he's probably on his way to prison. Dude, you could... Who knows what could have happened? Right, anything. Oh, man, that's scary. Well, and I also want to give a shout-out to our higher-ups who, you know, they had the situation under control. Definitely. So, that's that.
1: I mean, anytime you can still do your job and, like, the operations of the daily movement doesn't change. Never changed. Then that's a hell of a job by management. Yep.
0: And the crew that works there. Yep, it was was, uh, handled very well. Definitely. I'll say that. That's textbook. You guys ever had poison ivy? I get poison ivy so bad. Tell me a story about you having poison ivy.
2: Um, I always get it. It's it's like every year like clockwork. And it doesn't matter how close to the woods I've been even. I always get it in the early spring and in the mid-fall.
0: You think from mowing? Could you're, be. You're, or pulling weeds maybe, something? Something. Weed whacking?
2: But it's just like I don't even go near the woods because I know how bad I get it. But like those two times a year, I don't know if it's how the wind's blowing or how poison ivy grows and how, you know, contagious it gets certain times of year. I don't know, but I always get it in the spring and the fall without even being close to it. And when I get it, dude, like it bubbles up like I it it starts oozing like it'll pus.
0: It's some nasty shit. It, mm-hmm.
2: it's bad. Like I get it so bad. I got it I got it in 6th grade one t- one the probably the worst time I've ever had it it was in 6th grade and it was around the back of my head and my ear and it it was all over my left ear so bad that my if I look in the mirror my left ear was hanging like half as half as high as my right ear because it was so weighed down with poison ivy and like it scarred up so bad if you look real close my left ear is sits a little lower than my right ear because of it it's it's scabbed over and scarred up so bad I think I mean I Everybody's allergic to it, I think, or just about everybody, but I'm I'm just, like, ultra allergic to any, any kind of poison, anything. It's
0: bad. Buck, you ever had poison ivy?
2: Yes.
1: I don't have any crazy stories. It's just nuts that, like, when I was younger, I could, like, play in it and not get it. But I don't know if it's just now you get older and you get allergic to certain things that you wasn't allergic to in the past, but, like, now if I go mushroom hunting or some shit like that, Chances are I'm going to get it. It's not bad. It doesn't get to the the point it's weighing my ears down like Clifford to the right of me. But
3: <laughs> Corey? Uh, yeah, I'd, I hadn't actually got it till about two years ago, and then I got it real bad on the back of my calf. First timer? Yeah, and it sucked. <laughs> but it, went, it, it only lasted a couple weeks and went away, but nothing real bad. And your calves are like... You can't wear jeans or anything. Your calves are... Yeah, I got some you got pretty some, nice calves. That's some fantastic... <laughs> you got some Phil
1: Nicholson calves, yeah.
3: man. Yeah, there's a bunch on there. So, if you
0: guys were like out in the woods, do you know what poison ivy looks like? Because I don't have any idea. Like, I, sometimes I'll be with some people like, hey, watch out, there's poison ivy. And I just look at them like, how the hell do you know that? They know the difference between poison oak, poison soy yeah. mac, fucking uh, poison ivy. They just know the leaves. And I'm like... Jesus. Like, I have no idea what it looks like at all.
3: I think ivy is three leaves and like a
0: reddish tint,
3: maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. I I think poison ivy, or the oak has the reddish. Okay. And I think just the ivy is like your three leaf. I couldn't
1: tell you what sumac and oak look like. Uh, Yeah,
0: I I have no idea what any of it looks like, honestly.
1: I mean, to go back to that, though, over the Bigfoot hunt, we stumbled. You're not going to believe this shit. Did you run into some... It was almost illegal
0: plants. Yes. Okay. We did. (laughs) I figured.
1: And he—that was one of our top scouting places that we wanted to go the next night, and they didn't want to because they didn't know if we were on like trail shit. I guarantee
0: it. If they had a lot of plants out there, those things were being watched somehow, some way. But
1: it wasn't like it was a lot of plants. It was maybe like three or four of them scattered. Okay. Well, that's just the areas that wasn't (laughs) like bush hog.
0: That's just an individual trying to grow some personal shit.
1: I mean they would they wasn't no crystallized
0: butt or nothing, but <laughs> they, they kept us from going back. The the reason I brought this up is because the other day I was out hunting season's getting ready to start. When this episode comes out, it'll start on, you know, Saturday. And I was out doing some tree stand maintenance, trimming up trimming up the tree stands and uh getting the branches and stuff out of my shooting lanes and moving a few tree stands. And I just got to thinking, like, I got to be so careful because of this story I'm about to say. Dude, there was this one time I was doing the same thing I was doing, doing some tree stand maintenance, moving them all around the woods, and I got poison ivy so bad, DG. I'm telling you, there wasn't one spot on my body that I didn't have poison ivy. Twig and berries? My legs, my thighs, my arms, my neck, my chest my penis, my balls, my ass, my neck, my ears, my eyes. I had it everywhere. All at the same time? All at the same time. That is miserable. How long ago was this? Probably about three years ago, probably. That's terrible. And I had it for like a week and a half, and it kept getting worse and worse and worse. I had to go to the doctor. And when I walked into the clinic, The lady at the front desk says, hey, can I help you? What are you here for? And I said, well, I got poison ivy all over my body. And at this point, it wasn't like bad, bad in places that she could see. And she's like, well, where you got it at? And I said, well, I said, I got it on my genitals. And the look on her face, she goes, oh, okay. And she wrote it down. She goes, you can have a seat over there. So could you, I mean, this, I mean, this lady, she's a young girl. And I said, I got it on my genitals. What's going through her head? Like this guy's just got poison soy mac all over his balls and it's oozing out everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, she probably wanting to know like who
0: you were banging in the woods. So I get called back into the room and this doctor comes in and it's a lady. And I'm just sitting back here like, fuck, I hope she don't ask to see it. And she goes, well, where's it at? And I started showing her like on my arms and stuff. I pulled up my shorts, and she could see it like on my thighs and stuff. She's like, well, that's not that bad. I said, yeah, you, you, I said, yeah, you're right. But the, uh, the places that you can't see, it's pretty bad, and it's really, really irritating. She's like, well, where's it at? And I said, well, if you want to know, it's it's pretty close to my my asshole, <laughs> <laughs> and I got it on my genitals and my shaft. <laughs> And she goes, "Okay, I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna go get some steroid, a steroid shot." And I'm like, "Thank you," because that's what I was wanting. The creams and shit, they don't work like right. they say they do. Right? You got to get steroids to take care of this shit, boys. She comes in, and I'm thinking hey, she's just gonna give it to me my arm, and I'm gonna be on my way. And she goes, "I need you to stand up," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and she goes, "I need you to bend over." I'm like, "Say that again." She goes, "I need you to bend over and pull down your pants." I said, "Okay." She sticks this needle straight into my ass cheek harder than shit. Like I didn't even know she was coming in. She didn't say one, two, three. I pulled him down. She's bent me over onto the table and she stuck that needle right in my ass cheek. I'm like, Oh, cause it, it kind of hurt a little bit. And she goes, should be cleared up in a week. I said, well, thank you. And she goes, do you have a ride home? And I said, no, why would I need a ride home? She goes, you'll find out in a few minutes. I said, Okay. So I'm sitting there and she I had to sign some stuff, whatever, finish or go back out. And when I turned around from the receptionist to walk out the door, my whole right leg was numb. I couldn't feel my leg, dude. It was almost like it wasn't there. I was dragging it through the park. <laughs> I swear, I was dragging it through the parking lot. My whole right leg was numb. I had to drive home with my left foot, but poison ivy was gone in like three days.
2: So I've been to the doctor probably three different times for poison ivy, and they've never given me a steroid shot. Well,
0: next time you got to get one, man, because, I mean, like I said, it's gone. You're done itching that day, and then it's all cleared up in like three days, gone.
2: When you go to the doctor, do you ever feel weird about asking for things? Like when I last time I went to the doctor for poison ivy, I wanted the steroid shot, I I wanted to just say, hey, can you give me the steroid shot? Because I know how bad I get poison ivy. I want this sh- shit to be gone. But like, there's also a part of me that's like, they're the doctor. I gotta I gotta listen to what they say. If they want to give me the steroid shot, they'll give it to me. Like, where do you stand on that?
0: I ask all the time for the medicine that works. You just you if they just, offer something that I, that I've had before and it don't work, I just tell them. I said, well, my body reacts different to that. It don't work. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you want? And I'll tell them what I want. Most of the time, I get what I want. I need, I need more of that mentality. You just got to do it, man. You got to tell them how your body reacts to what. Like, sometimes, like, I've been to the doctor several times for, like, a sinus infection, whatever. And they give me this bullshit nose spray. I said, don't give me the nose spray. Right before I walk in, I'm like, no nose spray. Shit, don't work. Give me, like, an antibiotic or something to clear this up, and we'll be out of here. Okay. Several times, have you ever had that medicated nose spray that they give you in a no, little I've glass never, bottle? I've never done nose spray. it ain't worth a fuck if they give you the nose spray just just tell them no it ain't worth it it's a waste of time
2: the only thing like that that i've ever had is when i've gone to the doctor for poison ivy this be like yeah i'll I'll write you a a prescription for some calamine lotion like i don't need a prescription for calamine lotion i could have walked into cvs two hours ago and got it you know like that's the only thing i'm just like what what was i wasted my time coming here
1: that's when you got to speak up and tell them, man.
2: Well, I'm, if you
1: knew for a fact the mind lotion, you could get a CVS to say, "Hey, listen, got anything a little
2: stronger, a little more potent?" Um, next time, I'm going to do that. You guys have emboldened me. I have more courage now. I'm I going like to it. be more assertive. We're the we're the customer, right? 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 They're providing us a service. I agree. I'm going to let them know what I want. Moving on. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater.
0: We've talked about this before, but I'm here to say, cold leftovers are the best leftovers, and I'm going to explain why. Friday night, me and George, we went out. We went out to Tumbleweed, had a few beers, brought back some leftovers. Buffalo chicken tenders, ate them about 11 p.m. Wednesday night, I grilled a nice steak, medium well. Had the leftovers cold with my chicken tenders Friday night amazing didn't warm them up didn't put them in the microwave about 11 30 p.m had about i don't know six beers in me didn't drink a whole lot friday night had a nice little buzz going a little nightcap before i went to bed the cold steak with the cold buffalo chicken tender was phenomenal 10 out of 10 for a snack before bed cold leftovers are the best leftovers argue cold steak cold steak cut into little pieces Phenomenal. Dipped it in ketchup.
2: All right. Oh, fuck. Here's what I'm gonna say about <laughs> that. Cold steak between six and nine AM, okay. That's one thing. But to Valid eat a, point. But, but to eat a cold steak for dinner and not even have the what? It wasn't for dinner, it was a
0: it was a nighttime snack. Like late night. About eleven thirty. Still. Picked it out of the container one by one with my fingers, dipped it in a little nope. bit of ketchup nope. and just ate it.
2: Past noon. You got to you got to heat your steak. If you're going to eat steak, any kind of beef, heat it. Unless it's lunch meat.
0: What about a cold buffalo chicken tender?
2: The cold buffalo chicken tender I understand. I'm not I'm I'm not going. That's cool. If that's how you like to eat it, that's cool, but the steak is where I draw the
0: line.
1: Is it safe to say that Tumbleweed probably has the best buffalo chick like chicken tenders?
0: The buffalo platter on the appetizer menu. I don't know how it's an appetizer because they give you 6 chicken tenders with fries. No, buffalo platter for 9.99. What a steal. What a steal, Buck.
1: Yeah. The the Buffalo chicken tenders from Tumbleweed probably go down as one of my favorite appetizers to order. So those, like DG said, are understandable. You know, you can, you can deal with that before going to bed. A cold steak, and you said you cooked it medium well. Medium well. I might as well be frozen jerky, buddy. <laughs> How do you like your steak? Medium push of
0: rare. Oh, the push of rare. So you uh, like the blood coming out. Troy, he taught me that. Hey, fun fact, that's not really blood. Oh, what do we got?
2: When a when a, a cow gets butchered, they drain all, literally all the blood out of it. There is no blood. That fluid that comes out, it's some kind of, it, it comes from like the proteins in the meat or something like that. It's not blood. It's some other kind of fluid. Anyway, I just want to put that out there.
0: Now, when you're eating a steak, Buck, you probably got a lot more juices in yours since you just like the push of rare. And you got... The juice is not the blood on your plate with some mashed potatoes. Do you mix that juice with your mashed potatoes at all?
1: You have to you you, You've got to let your steak rest. Sure, you pull it off the grill and you think, you know, eating it now, it's hotter the better. Let that thing rest for about 10 to 15 minutes and slice into it, counter grain-wise, against the grain.
2: Against the grain.
1: Against the grain. And you're going to have the best piece of meat that you've ever put in your mouth, regardless of where you bought it or how well you cooked it. It's just, it's all about... The aftermath, let it set against the grain.
2: Okay, that's fair. But to his question, the fluids that come off of it, are you mixing that with your mashed potatoes? Well, I don't have those fluids. Because you let it rest? I let it rest. I didn't know that. So you let it rest and it doesn't but let's say situation give one. off as much
1: fluid? Exactly. But let's say 10 years ago, I didn't know that. I would eat my steak pretty much on a plate that was solo. I don't mix... I don't mix any of my side pieces. It's different nights, different times.
0: (laughs) All right. I like that. With food and with life. You heard it here first, folks. Uncle Buck says, let your steak rest for 15 minutes and cut it against the grain. Against it. And then DG says, it's not blood. It's not blood. What exactly is it again?
2: I don't know, but it's not blood.
0: (laughs) Back to the cold leftovers. What are your favorites? Besides, I know we talked about the cold pizza. Is that okay to eat? A cold pizza? Cold leftovers? Are you down with that, DG? I don't prefer it, but I'll allow it. This one might blow your mind as well. When we were on that bachelor party, I brought back two tacos. I remember that. And I ate them cold. Cold tacos are pretty good. Soft, Soft. yeah. Cold. By the way, maybe props to you for having
2: drank all day and for having the discipline to stop eating tacos and to think to yourself, I'm going to take back a couple for later. Props to you. Because I,
0: I would never have done that. Everybody was looking for food that night, and then here comes Rolski out of the fridge with two tacos. I'm like, see, smart. Facts. Smart. That's to say,
1: this is, that was not your first rodeo, though. With a cold taco? No, like
0: preparing and knowing what to do. I bring back leftovers. Like, dude, if there's, like, say we go out to eat with people. And someone has one leftover chicken tender that they're not going to eat before they let that waitress or the busboy take that back. I say, uh-uh, uh-uh, we're going to need a box because I'm taking that. And they all look at me and laugh at me like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm dead serious. And then over here, two people left two barbecue wings. I really don't even like barbecue wings that well, but I know that's going to be a great cold midnight snack. So I'm going to take them and put them in that box with the chicken tender. Bam. Woo Here we go. Midnight snack. You just hit it. I
1: think my favorite cold snack is a buffalo chicken wing.
0: Now that is a cold leftover A plus. Yeah. A plus cold leftover. DG, you're not down with the I, cold wing. I just don't I could eat it. Don't get me wrong. I'll you know,
2: I'll eat whatever you said in front of me, literally. Facts. But, <laughs> but Facts. I just can't get down with any kind of cold leftovers. Like any anything that's meat or poultry, I gotta I gotta it's gotta have some heat to it.
0: I guess that's why it's called a heater it's fair, an opinion that's fair I, and I think you were right to call that a heater that's a hot take it's a hot take that is a hot take take it for what it's worth Uncle Buck what's the sip and serve update the lawn care what do we got
1: uh, you know my regular customers that hadn't grown in input since we've last been on so I don't know if my quality of service is down or what I think it's your marketing you gotta up your marketing <sighs> you think I need to write the Valero sign
2: yes i mean if you rent the valero sign just be aware at that point it's serious
1: yeah it's not going to be my number either it's definitely going to be the sip and serve number
2: if you rent the valero (laughs) sign you're probably (laughs) going to have to turn people away because we all know how many people that valero sign can reach in a week's time oh how many of you
1: guys had your birthdays put on that bitch as a kid all Absolutely.
2: This is one of the highlights
1: of the day. Yeah, like going to school on your birthday on the bus, riding tail end, and you pass it and you're like, Yes, well, I merit. Happy eighth birthday. It's gonna be a good day. <laughs> today is today. Yes, sir. Uh I did have an experience today that I hope to God I never go through again. So this is Sunday afternoon. This is Sunday afternoon. Uh didn't we had a wedding yesterday, which was a blast. I got a funny story to tell about that later. First question. Being an animal, where would you most likely take a shit? In the yard. Away from wherever I sleep. Okay, those are two very good questions, or answers, and what about by a mailbox? Would you take a shit by a mailbox? I'd piss on a mailbox, but I don't know if I'd shit by (laughs) it. You might piss by it. Yeah. I don't see why I wouldn't shit by a mailbox.
0: Okay, well, what if you were a cat? Would you shit by a mailbox? I would shit my kitty litter if I had it.
2: I think but if, if I, I was, was an outdoor
0: cat, I'd just shit wherever I could. I think if I
2: was a cat, I would especially shit by mailboxes. Okay, well, today while I was eat, eat, weed eating,
1: cat shit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just say cat shit is the worst.
2: Tasting s- shit.
1: <laughs> I don't even think it smelled so bad, I couldn't taste it. But I just, I was, fra- I threw that fucking weed eater down. I was pissed. Now, did your na- customer see this? It was my neighbor. Oh. So it was right off the rip. So the rest of my day, I still had three customers left. The rest of my day was a shit cuz I was worried. I was like having a bandana over my mouth when I was weeding
0: because I didn't want dog or cat shit in my well, mouth. Well, that might be the the next step that you're going to have to take if you get serious about this. You're going to have to have mouth protection.
1: Do you think I should like invent a mouth guard? I think you
2: should just wear a paintball mask.
1: And then,
0: and then they will think I'm like raiding their house afterwards. I then, love it. Why you're, not? You're protecting your eyes as well as your mouth.
2: It's true. They do have goggles. But have you guys ever had cat shit in your mouth? No.
0: <laughs> I've never uh, tried cat shit, really.
2: <laughs> never felt the need to try cat shit, no.
1: <laughs> it's not good. What did it taste like? I Like I said, I didn't taste it. I was just so... The, the smell, man. Was it it's, fresh? Yes. Like that... You could taste the heat off that, of that c- turd. That, that cat had a lot of protein. It was runny. It that, was moist. It was, it was new. The grass was already dewy. And that cat shit particle on your tongue.
2: Probably. I got... Two questions. Number one, do you know the cat that did it? I know exactly what cat did it. See that that, and that he makes meows to me every f and night. To, to me, that makes it twice as bad because you got to look at that cat's smug, that smug ass look on yeah, the well, cat's I gotta, face. know and he's shitting your mouth. I mean, that's that's the worst. And I have a
1: solution for that. It's called a thirty pound German Shepherd that's grown into a mammoth. And right now, I'm holding that bitch back. He just called a shot. If he If that cat keeps shitting in places he shouldn't be shitting, like a mailbox, she's getting let loose. True, but it's not
2: your yard.
0: I am taking care of the yard. I guarantee this cat is nobody's pet. No, it's it's theirs. Oh, it's theirs. It is theirs.
1: So it's their cat,
2: and it's shitting in their yard, and he he's He's gonna set the mailbox. The mailbox is my mailbox. Oh, it was at my
1: mailbox. Okay, I thought it was their mailbox. Our mailboxes are. Like our microphones right now, side so, okay,
0: by side. So, okay, the, 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 that cat, the cat got mixed up in shit by the wrong mailbox.
1: Find some gravel, the middle of the fucking road, not the mailbox.
0: Boy, I tell you what, these stories just keep getting better and better every week, DG.
2: Okay, so my, no, my second question is, would you rather take a take a dab of that cat shit to the tongue or a, a spot of the bomb?
1: Oh, the bomb. Because the, the bomb didn't smell. I'm telling you, the smell that came off that, dude, I gagged, and it's like a dry heap. I had no food in my stomach to puke
0: up.
2: But if you did, it would have all been gone. It
0: would have been loose.
2: You all emptied, over
0: Brown Street. Emptied your bowels. Speaking of cats, have you guys ever had, heard two cats mate outside your bedroom window? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. That noise that that female cat makes is god-awful. It is the most egregious horrible sound you would think that this cat is just getting its head and legs chopped off one by one okay so the sound the cat makes it's not a pleasant
2: sound hell no kind of like a like a real high-pitched screeching yes okay so i have it's like a
0: scream i have heard that's what it sounds like (laughs) i I have heard that don't
1: don't come to my house after Haley and i have had a couple bottles of wine then because that's what you'll hear
0: I thought that was coyotes getting a hold of a muskrat or something. Dude, the male cats, the tomboys, how they out there chasing the the females that are in heat, they've committed, they'd be in prison for life, for rape. <laughs> these, these male cats don't give a shit. I'm telling you. Buck, you can you you used to live in town. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me I used to be a tomcat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you you know what I'm talking about. There's so many cats around here. I mean, I feel like we've been in just feral cats that just run around and all they do is just fuck.
1: We've I've, we were, I don't know, nine ten, and we used to stay in a tent out back, and that would be this the thing that would go on at night that would make us go back that into would, the house. That would make
0: we didn't know what it was. And then we would we would well we would tell Granny Phil and we would tell what Jackie and Doug while we're back in the house. And well, that's when we learned about the birds and the bees. To so go back to that sound, I mean that was perfect.
3: I thought it was a pretty good sound too. You live in town. No, I haven't. You have heard any feral it. cats fucking outside your window? I don't think so. I haven't heard that noise. That's a new one. That's
0: Text messages a great
3: week. fantasy football team name, Feral Cats. <laughs> Has to be one of my
0: favorite podcasts talking about the mailbag episode. Well, thanks for the text. So, I have a question for the Sip and Serve. I made the trip to watch a few local guys play their first college football game. I walked to the concession stand to get an ice cold beer and find out they only serve Miller Lite. So, my question is, what do you guys do if the only beer they have is Miller Lite?
2: Do it. Really? If that's all they got. Is you're
0: drinking it? Yeah. He said he turned away.
2: Well, I, on the way down to the lake last week, Yeah. I was a passenger, Yeah. and I thought... Why not get this this thing started a little early? So I got myself a Tall Boy on the ride down, and it was a Miller Lite. Really? It wasn't the only option, but I said to myself, you know, it's been a long time since I had a Miller Lite. Why not? And I tell you, it reminded me why I don't drink Miller Lite. <laughs> Bucky drinking that Miller Lite? I'm turning
1: it away and probably saving nine ninety five.
0: I think I'm going to turn it away as well,
3: Corey. Yep, getting the water. <laughs>
2: But t- so you got the option. The only beer options Miller Lite or nothing, and you're going nothing.
3: I mean, you're at a you're at a football game. I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. I'd still get water.
1: I mean, at this point, you should already be sauced up, right? Yeah, is he true. sauced up for tailgating? I doubt it.
0: It was like a Division two game in the afternoon. I doubt he was sauced up. I'll, I'll drink mellow light it's not that bad. you know what i'm gonna change my mind i think i'm gonna drink it too it just depends if i've had a few if i'm already on the train i've already started drinking give me a mellow light it really don't matter
2: i don't prefer it but i ain't gonna turn it away
0: right would you rather be sticky all the time or itchy all the time this is a notice question
2: yeah and, and he and i discussed this this same question last uh last weekend uh I'm probably gonna go itchy I can't stand being sticky or like having like s- sticky stuff on me
1: yeah. I just
2: I can't
0: stand it I can't stand itchy so I'm gonna be sticky
1: like what are we talking sticky like your significant other if you give somebody a hug they feel
0: the stickiness oh yeah let's Absolutely. say uh you're you're drinking this bottle of water I got in my hand you're gonna have to like push it up against something like it off the couch. And
1: I'm not wearing a shirt. The blanket that's behind the couch is sticking to me when I get up. Probably that's how sticky. You're gonna have, to, you're gonna I have am. to have your wife pull
2: that off your back. Now, when I when I envision being sticky, it's like hot,
0: humid, sticky. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that's not what I'm envisioning. Like Sticky, sticky, like shit sticking to you.
2: Like no, like let's say I reached into the freezer and I got out a couple of popsicles and I held them in my hands and I went outside and it's 95 degrees and I let them melt all the way down. My hands at that point are going to be that way for the rest of the day. Couldn't you just said you took a Jolly Rancher out your mouth and just held it? Kinda. Okay. Same like thing. That's that sticky. It's just sugar. Okay. It's
1: sugar and water. So you're going sugar sticky.
0: Yeah, I think I'd rather be sticky, man. I can't stand itching. I just can't do it. Your whole body, all the time. You just know, You're, just, you're constantly bad. just itching all over. No, not doing it. At least if you were sticky, you could relax, sit down, and watch some TV. If you're itchy, you're sitting there going like this all day.
1: Yeah, but then you can't even turn a channel. Well, uh,
0: Sticking. Well, the remote will be in your hand.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, this is a stupid question, but <laughs> it's one I like can't <laughs> even answer.
0: Like, like always, it's an Otis question. I guess I'm going itchy. Okay, Corey. Oh, sticky itchy sucks. 50-50, Otis. If you had to pick a restaurant to eat at for the rest of your life, where would it be? Gantt. I think this is easy for me. I think roosters, because they got a variety of everything. You got some good appetizers. You got good sandwiches. You've got good wings. You got some Mexican on the menu. The only thing that they're lacking is a steak. But I think I could go without steak if I had to. Roosters has it all. Roosters has everything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with roosters. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. You're a roosters guy through and through. What do you think? come back to me I mean they've got pizza they've got wings they've got hamburgers they've got chicken sandwiches they've got great appetizers
3: they've got good sides they've got quesadillas they've got burritos see that would be good for you because you don't like breakfast so yeah. I'd had to have something that has breakfast so I'd pick Cracker Barrel so okay. that way you can always have the home cooked the only thing that's home missing style. is pizza but I mean I can when I want pizza just do something else but yeah that's the only thing that'd be missing
1: Uh, question of this question for the rest of our lives, do we have
0: to pay for this plate when we go eat? Oh, that's a fair question. Well, that is a fair question. I'm gonna say sure. Yeah, you have to pay for it. Goes into it. goes into I mean, the question. That, that changes my my pick.
3: If it was free, what he what he got?
1: I mean, it's fancy. I was gonna deep go pockets like, like Troy. Yeah, I was I was gonna go to a steakhouse, but I mean, I'm still going steakhouse. It's just chain.
0: Gotcha. Longhorn or Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Okay, good pick. Good pick. DG Golden Corral. Go- oh, buffet style. That's buffet
2: style. I get where he's going. Yeah, he's going got yeah, the breakfast. Everything. 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 Everything you can want. Anything yeah. you want. Dessert and it's cheap. The only, yeah. the only, right. the only bad thing about Golden Corral is like you're never going to be able to have a beer. Right. Never going to be able. Ne- never going to be able to have a beer, Jack and Coke with your meal. Not going to happen. But food wise. And it might not be the highest quality food. That's okay. The variety's there. Do you think that they would have more, you know, traffic at Golden
1: Craft that they did serve alcohol? Like Chipotle. I know Chipotle was already a big deal, mm-hmm. but afterwards they were doing this, the Dos Equis and Corona and shit, and it was just like the line in Jeffersonville was unbelievable. <laughs> like I think,
2: all the way out on 35 yeah. and 71. Yeah, I think, I think, Golden Corral would do a little better business if they had beer, and it doesn't even have to be a full bar or anything. Just, just a draft, one draft tap of Bud Light. That's all you need. That's all you need, and it would make the
0: food taste better. Oh yeah. But here's my question: If you're going to a buffet, you're you're expecting to eat what two full plates minimum? At least. That's what I'm saying. That minimum two full plates. I'm not drinking beer if I'm going to a place like that. If I'm going to eat that much. I'm doing both. I like drinking beer with like a bur, a sandwich and some fries, and that's about it. Pizza, wings, something small. Nothing that's going to fill me up like a buffet would. So you would rather the beer fill you up more than the food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move it on. This is a response from JB about his question about the collision or incinerate. Yep. My guys, I love it. Collision is the way to go for sure. Wild thing is, a black hole will probably swallow us up before either of those two happen. Glad to hear my guy DG is a big universe space guy. If y'all really want your mind fucked, watch this video. It's a video of time lapse of the future slash end of the universe. The year tracker makes you want to vomit. He sent us a YouTube link, so I'll send that to you guys, and uh, we'll give a uh, response on the next episode after we watch the video. Absolutely. Can't wait. This next one is from Marty. What's up, fellas? Marty Mar here. Have to shout out my guy, Troy, for helping me with the fire pit in the backyard. After listening to the last episode, it all makes sense with him. Let's get to it. So he's talking about us, talking about Troy not answering his phone. So I'm trying to figure out this fire pit situation, and I go to the lawn guy himself, Troy. I don't have his number, and I almost texted Rolski asking him for his number. Instead, I Facebook message Troy. Now, I don't like Facebook, and I barely get on it, but... I needed some help. So we were messaging back and forth and I give him my number and tell him to just give me a text or call. It's a lot easier that way. He read it and that's it. So a few minutes went by and I'm thinking, don't tell me he's going to be that guy who doesn't want to text or call someone. I asked him another question on Facebook just to see if he would respond to that or, you know, maybe call me or text me. He proceeds to keep messaging me on Facebook Troy, what the hell are we doing, guy? You couldn't even call or text me? (laughs) Troy. What the hell, man? That's Troy. This guy's in need. You'll message him on Facebook, but you just can't send a simple text? Martin don't like Facebook, Troy.
2: Well, Marty should have just said that. Hey, hey. So you're putting this on Marty. I'm not putting it totally totally on Marty. But... You know, Troy, Troy's not the type of guy to just be like, hey, let me get them digits so we can, you know, get off Facebook Messenger. If Facebook Messenger's what's working, then he'll just keep going. You know, he's a he's a go-with-the-flow guy. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying about Troy.
0: Speaking of Troy, I think he had a time of his life last weekend. <laughs> he had a great time. Guarantee it. He, he would tell you that. Next one is from Jake, Uncle Buck. I did indeed compete in the punt passing kick at Paul Brown Stadium. I'll save my story for the next time I'm on. Also, couldn't agree more on the downtown Chillicothe volleyball tournament they put on. I said to myself, we can dump sand on the road for a weekend to play volleyball, but we can't bring Gus Macker back to the streets. Come on, people. I agree. I agree. Gus Macker should be allowed in the street, especially since we're building up the downtown. They got all them new restaurants and stores down there. I think Gus Macker would set it off just like the volleyball tournament It'd did. Be, I think they now's, were now's the time to bring it back. Yeah, they're both great events. And I think it would just help blow up downtown again if we brought Macker back. We should get a petition out. We should. Buck, what do you think about him? You were right. He did compete in that and you were there, right?
2: Yeah, I was there.
1: He he's a he's a stud. Was a stud, is a stud, whatever you want to call it. I'm not blowing kisses towards you, Jake. Your fantasy football team still sucks. <laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah. I'd love to hear the story, man. Last one. Uncle Buck has the biggest weed eater <laughs> in the entire town. It does things the most wives wish their husbands could do. A-plus on his lawn care service.
2: That sounds like a satisfied customer. <laughs> that
0: sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat the, the text, Uncle Buck has the biggest weed eater in the entire town. <laughs> it does things that most wives wish their husbands could do. A plus on the lawn care service. Okay, let's just
1: let's just start here. My weed eater, normal horsepower, three and a half horsepower. If you take me holding my weed eater and give it to say DG, it's gonna look like a normal weed eater. I'm just a small person. Oh, that's okay? what it is. If you take if DG would give the weed eater to Clay and Clay would hold the weed eater, it would look like a normal
2: weed eater. It's a normal weed eater. Just to be just to be clear, I'm not touching your weed eater. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't get the message.
1: I'm, I'm talking mean, weed eater. I'm sure shit you So have. am
2: I. I have my own weed eater. Okay,
1: well
0: that's definitely not my neighbor sending that message in. I've got a weed eater as well and mine's a lot smaller than yours, Buck. Moving on. <laughs> fuck fuck me. <laughs> Shout out to Scotty. Our boy, Scotty P. He dropped off some gifts this afternoon, gentlemen. And I'm holding one right here in my hand right now. This right here is what I like to call Mad Dog 357 Hot Sauce. It is over 1 million Scoville units. Now, to put this in perspective, we did a YouTube video trying out the bomb hot sauce, and it was 135,000 Scoville units. This right here is a million Buck, what do you think about this? I'm already starting to sweat. I think it's
1: stupid. <laughs> I think if you try it, you you have some fucking nuts loose. Um, I think it's a bad idea. Cuz 126,000 units made DG drink 9 bottles of water in <laughs> 35 seconds
0: and he had a hangover for like 3 days.
1: I was
2: I had a from fever hot sauce. and then I had the shivers and then You think that was it? Because we had like the same. And then I went in the bathroom and shut the door and I didn't come out for two days.
0: I'm gonna read this bottle to you guys. I agree as indicated by my opening of this bottle as follows in connection with my purchase of this product. Number one, this product is extremely hot. You should use it with extreme care. Number two this product is to be used at my own risk and I fully understand the potential danger if used or handled improperly. Number three, if I give this product as a gift, I will make the recipient fully aware of the potential danger if used or handled improperly. Number four, I hereby disclaim, release, and relinquish any and all claims, actions, and lawsuits that I or any of my dependents family members, or legal representatives may have against any party relating to any damage or injury that results or is to have resulted from use, consumption, ingestion, contact, or other use, or from the product. Number five, I am not inebriated and otherwise not of a sound mind, and I am fully able to make a sound decision about the purchase of this product.
2: <laughs> so it's got the waiver literally on the, on the label. Sure does. So when you buy it, there's no argument you can make like, well, I didn't know that this hot sauce was going to be this hot. No, it's right there on the label. It's right there. I mean, you have to have a lock to get in the,
0: the cap of it.
2: Damn near. It's got a it, bullet hanging off of the lid, doesn't it? I don't know what that is. It's
1: a, three, exactly.
0: it's a 357 bullet. What you just
1: read to pistol. me is like something that you would read off to somebody going to the Vietnam War. Right. Like chances are you're not coming back.
3: That sounded more like a contract than what Uncle Buck just signed a couple, couple minutes ago. No doubt. I he like also, that. I like the contract.
0: You guys gave me a hell of a lot better than that one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He also sent us four one-chip challenge. Carolina Reaper plus scorpion pepper chips. Tortilla chips. Four of them. So we've got four chips here. Warning. Do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children after touching the chip. Wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. Seek medical assistance should you experience difficult breathing. People are trying to kill us.
2: You got an oxygen tank down here? <laughs> we might need it.
1: Oh, fucking oxygen. We need a fire extinguisher or something, it sounds like. How do you guys feel about the chip challenge?
2: Not good. <laughs> not, good. <laughs> not good. Not good at all. I'm kind of
1: excited for it. Yeah, I feel like putting my dick in that light socket behind you. Last one here.
0: The Toe of Satan. This one's the scariest of them all. So basically, this right the here. The name of it is just horrible. This is a sucker, and it's shaped like a toe of the devil. On the back, it says, The Toe of Satan Challenge. From Flamethrower Candy Company comes possibly the hottest candy on the planet. Do you dare attempt to conquer This sinister lollipop, the toe of Satan, has been spawned from a devastating nine million Scoville unit chili extract guaranteed to scorch any mortal's tongue. Can you survive five whole minutes of intense heat? So that's the challenge. You got to have this sucker in your mouth for five straight minutes.
1: You know what that sounds like? It sounds like a sex review of Adam and Eve. Yeah, the ones that we read? Yeah, that's what that sounds
0: like intense heat and i looked up youtube videos of the toe of satan and if you thought the the bomb people that are trying to bomb hot sauce is bad uh, which that i did wait till you see the people who try the sucker un believable unbelievable i'm actually scared of this the sucker i wanted to try the bomb and it wasn't that bad in my opinion I'm actually scared to try the sucker. So I feel a,
2: like if I keep that sucker in my mouth for longer than a couple minutes that things are just gonna start oozing out of every hole, hole in my body.
1: Like, if you <laughs> plan on putting that in your mouth and letting it set, you're crazy as fuck, DG. I was thinking maybe a, a cat lick.
2: You might They're be there. able to get a lick. You're not putting that in I your mouth. I could do a lick, but I'm not gonna... If I set it in there
0: and just let it sit... Dude, these people, they couldn't talk. They were slobbering so much it was going down their shirt. They were crying. Their face was be red. And the girl said, I can't feel my fingertips. They're numb.
1: I mean, I know how that feels, but that's I mean, got to be some hot shit. I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> Tall boy review for this week. Coy with the K. Hit that beat. EG, you like this? I see you bobbing to the beat. you know this song dg oh yeah who is it
2: i don't know it's return of the mac
0: mark morrison
3: is yeah. that right yeah that's what it says on youtube mark morrison i didn't that's, know who sang he's it either gotta be
2: a, that's I gotta just, be a one-hit wonder mark morrison <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me the lyrics
1: the main well, i think I this is the... you know. okay
0: I turn up. Oh, there goes Corey. Of the <laughs> okay, Corey. I know how it starts, and I know some of the course. All right, DG, let's explain this tall boy this week. So,
2: to start off with, this was one of your pickups.
0: Yeah, on the way down to Tennessee, I got three different ones, and this is one of them. From Tennessee or Kentucky? I One of the other. <laughs> Either one. What well, makes a difference? But
2: uh, you said that you had never seen this can in Ohio. No, and I will agree hundred percent with that. This is called Juice, J O O S E. Juice. juice. Uh, it's got an electric blue can base color uh, with these this J pattern. It's Got all these J's all all the way across it. The bit the the word Juice. In big bold letters from the bottom up to the top, kind of a navy blue with uh, some, you know, like golden yellow trim. Um, warning, contains alcohol. Huh. Absolutely.
0: Imagine that. What a coincidence.
2: 14% alcohol by volume, blue lemonade. Ooh. And so you you only brought one can. And yep. so you poured it in these, these glasses for us. Yeah. And this stuff is... It's
0: electric blue.
2: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good shade of blue right there. Does it uh, look
1: like the Caribbean DG? Pretty close. It does, doesn't it? It does. I mean I'm the, looking for a sea turtle in my glass and I can't find yeah. it.
2: It's not quite as clear, but pretty close, yeah.
0: So let's go ahead and give her a try. Oh, kinda reminds me of like a four loco, blue four loco. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I feel like if you drank one of these you'd be feeling all right.
2: All right. Maybe have a tummy ache.
0: You're going to have a tummy ache Maybe for have sure. pre-diabetes. So the sip and serve. It's been a while since we've done this. Sip and serve top five power rankings for the tall boys are as follows. Arnold Palmer, Spiked, Natural Light American, Cures, Pure Light, Yingling, Raging Eagle, Bush Light, Corn Can. But what do you think about the juice can?
1: Okay. The juice can looks like. A female biker that just bought a brand new Harley, and on the back of that ass, right above it, is a tramp stamp
0: that says, juice. I like it. I agree.
1: But they spelled it wrong. Sp- I get it. Probably a word and play type shit, but I don't know. It's It's ugly. I don't like it at all, so I'm. It's not making top five.
0: But it's different. Can we
1: agree on it that? It is different. It's a different. The flavor is good, like you said. You're looking for a couple stomach cramps afterwards, but
2: it's not making it. Sorry, DG. Um, definitely unique, unlike any Tall Boy we've had thus far. Uh, I appreciate the effort that went into purchasing the can and getting it back to the great state of Ohio. However, I think it's a top 10 can. Definitely not a top 5 can in my opinion.
3: Corey? Yep, uh, I like the blue. uh, And I like the, even like the liquid that came out of it. It's a nice blue too, but it's not beating the bush like corn can.
0: When I bought this can, I bought it because I've never seen it. I knew it wasn't going to make the top five. I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. But I can't explain it any better than what Uncle Buck did. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's not making the top five. It looks like a fucking tramp stamp. It literally does.
2: Tramp stamp in a can. Yep.
0: Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod. Also, like our Facebook page if you want. If not, we don't give a shit. Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Send in some questions, thoughts, whatever. Apple Podcast gives a five star rating, leave a review. We would appreciate it. Seven four zero seven two zero three five three seven. That's the number. Send us a text.
2: Real quick, just around the horn, I want a yes or a no from each of you to this question at this point in the college football season. And what are we? Three weeks in?
3: Three weeks in.
2: Will the Michigan Wolverines beat the Ohio State Buckeyes don't this me, year?
1: Don't give me this shit, DG. Too early.
3: I, yes Way or no? too
2: early. Yes or no? I'm saying if right they now. Play, if they play tomorrow, I know yes. it's early. If, I know it's early.
1: If they play tomorrow, I feel like Michigan would just run.
2: They don't play tomorrow. So you're saying this year? Will Michigan beat Ohio State on the scheduled date of the game this year? No. Based on what you've seen so far? No. 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 I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride.
1: You want a quick story?
0: Sure.
2: Wedding? Sure.
1: Okay. We all know I can't have, I I don't have any feelings in my hands, right? Yeah. So tell me if I was wrong or right, yes or no, kind of like a DG question. Went to the urinal last night, right? Okay. It's all muscle memory. I unzip my pants and you dig it out through the kangaroo pouch that we have in our undies, right? Yeah. So I'm digging around there. I can't, I can't find it. Can't find it. Can't get it out. Come to find out my fucking
0: dundies are on backwards (laughs) oh wow you had to have known i had no idea packing the heat that you're packing you couldn't feel any different (laughs) it's
1: the whole
0: you had to feel different
1: no it didn't not the underwear so was i in the wrong it's like
0: having your shirt on backwards man you know it's there you know it's wrong well maybe i just don't have much of an ass it's basically like putting on your your khaki pants on backwards. You wouldn't know that your pockets are in the front? Have you ever not worn your underwear backwards? No. 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 I always look for the <laughs> wow. pouch
2: and make sure it's on the well, front
1: Well, see, side. that's what I was looking for when I was taking a piss. So what I did... So
0: my question is, why are you using your kangaroo pouch? Why didn't you just pull down your pants and just that's piss? Just,
1: that's too... Like, undo a belt,
0: pull your slacks
1: down, untuck your shirt, get it wrinkled. We're at a wedding... Okay Okay You want right.
2: He wants to get back out there On the dance floor You okay. want something Ready quick Ready to cut a fucking rug I get it
1: Okay but me Knowing that this is my first Urination of the night I have at least Four or five left Was I in the wrong To just go Drop everything And switch them around Right there
2: No Not in my opinion You gotta get You gotta get your shit right If that means Taking five minutes And rearranging You know Then so be it You left them no, I dropped trout. Okay, yeah. That's so good.
1: I got my slack shoes on, my dress socks all the way up to my knees, pretty much butt naked from the waist down, and two guys walked in. <laughs> they seen you. They seen me. But I switched it right then. Was I was it
0: a
2: discrepancy?
1: Nope. Good, no. good move in You're my good. opinion. You're good.
0: Okay. If you if they looked at you weird and you explained, Hey boys, I had my underwear on backwards, I'm sure they'd be like, Cool man, yeah, let's, let's let's do that. Let's take care of that right now. Need any help? Yeah. <laughs> Was there a stall in the bathroom? There was, but it was taken. So there was some guy taking a shit, and you were naked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was taking a shit. I didn't, I didn't smell it. I heard some liquid, so my assumption is he was taking a piss. But it was just, a. like I said, I had f- the first piss of the night. I knew I had probably four or five more. Let's just get it done now. I don't want to rustle. It looked like a couple of raccoons in a knapsack fighting around with me. Just... it. I mean, from behind it, it probably looked like I was beating my meat. Yeah. So I was done with that. So I just said, screw it. I'm just going to change everything right now. And I went naked put them on right.
2: I respect it. If you don't fix it right then, that's a battle you're going to be fighting the rest of the night. And you don't want to do that.
1: Exactly. Especially when I'm more intoxicated.
0: And you're going to risk chafing. You think? Oh, yeah. If you got them on backwards, you're risking that. Especially if you're cutting up a rug. All right. Which I know you were. I didn't leave the table. But anyways. Oh. I'm Uncle Buck, and I just licked the back window, boys. I'm going to end it with this. On the bachelor party last weekend, there was this cat there I've never met before. First time ever meeting him. He loved giving toast. Did them all weekend long. He got the whole bar's attention, put his glass in there, and said, Here's to the hoes who put their toes on my bro's shoulder. I'm Rolski. Catch you next week. thinking about that toast?
2: Still trying to figure out what it means.
0: <laughs> oh Campbell. What a guy. Uncle Buck, did you wash your, did you brush your teeth, wash your mouth out after that cat shit was in there? No. Oh, just my balls.